Coming up today on Locked On at Texas Tech, we hear from Red Raider head coach Grant McCaslin on how his team has grown to this point in the season and a significant shift on a sport that is on the move. We'll get to it next on Locked On Texas Tech. You are Locked On Texas Tech, your daily podcast on the Texas Tech Red Raiders, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're going to start this thing off right. Great to be with you again on Locked On at Texas Tech on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, always free and available on YouTube or anywhere you get podcasts. Today's episode brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use our code Locked On College for $20 off of your first purchase. With the only Chris Level, I'm Casey Cowan. Chris, great to see you once again, man. And we're running the gamut today. Football conversation to be had near and far. And we're starting on a basketball front as we'll get to Red Raider head coach Grant McCaslin preparing for Kansas State to come to town after some interesting results in the Big 12 last night. Only a few teams left without a loss in the loss column. And one of those is right here in Lubbock. Another will be here in Lubbock coming up on Saturday. So let's kick it off with a thought from Coach McCaslin. As we were talking about yesterday in some ways, what we saw on Saturday, I'm sorry, what we saw on Tuesday against Oklahoma State and what we've seen develop as a trend for Texas Tech whenever it comes to clean basketball and sharing the basketball. How you doing that was a simple question that was uh, put forth on yesterday's program. And Coach McCaslin did spend some time following the game on Tuesday night talking exactly about how this has come to be. Here's Red Raider head coach Grant McCaslin. Well, this team can share the ball and think. On some teams, you have one or two guys that handle the ball like almost all the time. I think this group, we're starting to share the ball well. You got four guys, three guys with more than four assists, and we look at it, you know, a lot of ball movement. And over the course of the game, I think our guys are comfortable with sharing the ball. They're comfortable, and sometimes you don't you don't touch the ball very often, so you turn the ball over when you get it, just because you're not. That's where I think our team has grown. We're really trusting each other. What was the hardest thing to to learn as a as a youngster? I'm sure you were you were no different than me. It's like when you're sitting in the corner playing with uh, the latest uh, Fisher Price toy or the I don't know what <laughs> in, insert uh, insert uh, toy here. When you're you know, it's like and. You go over and you grab Billy's toy and you like want to play with it too, but you, you still want your toy as well. And then Billy's gets pissed, and then the the little teacher comes over there and maybe there's a little like, hey, no, we need to share. And you're like, <laughs> ah, you know, I mean, like you're just like, I'm not having it. Like, I don't know about this. this. What is this sorcery? <laughs> right. I, mean, I, I, I want all the well. <laughs> You know, basketball players are man. They're no different in that it sometimes it's difficult to crack the code there, and to pass the ball being good for me. How is this good for me? Like all I see is like scoring it, putting it through the hoop. This is what's good for me. This is what gets me drafted. This is what gets me on the highlights. This is what you know. And I think what Grant's been able to do is it, it, it really get them to grasp and understand that uh sharing it benefits all um and everybody eats uh and winning is ultimately what gets you on the 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 highlights or makes the news you know those kinds of things but it is not it is not easy to do and and they're very willing i mean i i think uh you know we, we've all played uh and i tried not to be that like that when i was playing basketball but like i i think about 
how many how many post players in basketball in general do you see when you you, you feed it in there like well it ain't coming out man black hole like that ball is going up I mean right. he ain't he ain't spitting that thing back out and yet Warren Washington yeah there's a few times where he he's looking to take a shot but he is more than willing to hit a cutter to find an open three point shooter uh, and and I think you know because Grant. Grant, one of the things he he said also with 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 the comment that we just heard and saw, you know, our offense, our whole offense is based on sharing and great decision making. So then you have okay, we have to have you be willing to pass it, share it, and and understand that concept. But now we have to have guys that are are good with it. You know, you can have a willing passer all you want, but if they're just no basketball IQ and they're like trying to force it through three people or thread the needle that, that then that that concept doesn't work well fortunately you you have you kind of have a lot of uh, what's going on here is is willing and and smart and they uh they've just done a and, and I I think Grant has talked about back in the summer whether this was him or Dave Smart or Matt Breyer or Coach AC or uh, Barnwell, who, or concept of both, because Grant is really deflected toward his staff. We we have a we have these drills where it's a two two dribble max, like you you get you get you can hammer it twice and you got to give it up, you know. And so with that, it it teaches a mentality uh, to to be a willing passer, to give the ball up, to keep the ball moving. I mean, how how painful was it last year when you watch the ball get stuck or you you, you see somebody dribble it for? 25 of the 30 second shot clock and then just heave it up and a lot of times that worked but it's just uh you know that this is much different because i don't think we rarely have seen the ball just stick and and you then you get okay i have to force up a bad one yeah and that seems like some uh you know old timey black and white kind of basketball as i'm listening to you describe it because of how you know, prevalent a one-on-one -on -one approach uh, to basketball kind of is now iso clear out clear out no, let's swing it around, boys. Let's swing it around. Um, and I think you touched on something on yesterday's show or maybe two days ago that sort of all in, is all-encompassing to this conversation, the thought of being egoless. I mean, you really yeah. got to have guys who are putting the team ahead of themselves to understand all of what you're describing, right? Yeah, not selfish, man. And, I, you know, okay, so, so two things. One, I think Grant was very purposeful and their staff was about who they brought in here that they wanted they wanted these kinds of, of guys, you know, because I think about the criticism when this roster was put together was, man, it looks like we've put together a roster full of role players. And I think that largely is true. However, he's taken them and like squeezing more out of them than they have previously given you. But you also don't you know, you, you don't you don't have anybody trying to like, dude. This is my team, man. Like, y'all, you know, we're, we're playing through me. And yeah, there's certain guys that absolutely need to score. I mean, Pop and Joe need to carry it at some level. Need to score. Um, you know, Warren Washington and Darion Williams, they need to rebound. You know, for you, that's part of the recipe for for how you you would win. But you know, I, I think uh, you know the, the ISO stuff. You don't really also let's be let's just call it what it is. You don't have anybody good enough on your team to need to throw the ball to ten to fifteen times a game and and clear. Hey, yeah, get out the way, hey everybody. You know, and they start licking their shoes and like you know the defenders like okay, he's about to drive to the. I mean, he, well, I know what's coming. <laughs> right. um, you know, you you don't have this person, um, and so. But I think that the team 
And sometimes the players are the last to know, but I think the guys on the team, they realize this. They realize that each each other is their best, you know, way, way to win and and using everybody. And and that's why it's kind of so it's so balanced right now. But uh, but a lot of fun and easy on the eyes, man. A lot of fun to watch. No question about it. And a style that is probably going to lift uh, this team, hopefully, or any team just a degree, just a notch above maybe what their talent uh, would justify as far as an expectation. So maybe we've seen that already. Maybe we'll see it more. And, and Cowan, you look at it like even like last night's results. I mean, Oklahoma, top 10 in the country, goes into TCU and gets hammered. Uh, the Jayhawks, I, I, th- I thought Central Florida is only like a two or three point uh, underdog or four point underdog against Kansas. I'm like, what is going on here? Yep, lollipop. You got smacked, Jayhawk. Um, they they uh, they went home sad and like ball don't lie. I guess after the shenanigans at Allen Fieldhouse this past Saturday <laughs> with a uh, a fake vagrant foul or foul or whatever it was. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, so Kevin McCullough had more turnovers individually than Tech had as a team Tuesday night. Yep, there you for go. those keeping track. Yeah, I mean, and and, and, and UCF pen, uh, punished Kansas every time they turned it over, and that's what led to a lot of their offense. Bottom line is. After two games for everybody, you're left with three teams that haven't lost a conference game. Three yeah. out of 14, and two of them will play in Lubbock on Saturday uh, afternoon. Yeah, I can't wait for that, and can't wait for our conversation tomorrow as we'll set the table for Tech and K-State Saturday afternoon from United Supermarkets Arena. As for now, we will pivot to significant news in the college football world. First, today's episode brought to you by Game Time. And you shouldn't have to sweat it out when buying tickets to your favorite events. And with Game Time, you won't because it's always a breeze using the Game Time app where you're going to find killer last minute deals, views from every seat, and their lowest price guarantee. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the start of the event and even an hour after it begins, which means Game Time is the place to find last minute seats for any event. The fastest, easiest way to buy tickets, and not just fast, but it's also secure and simple to use when you download the GameTime app. So take the guesswork out of buying tickets with GameTime by downloading the GameTime app, creating an account, and then use our code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for 20 bucks off your first purchase. That's LOCKEDONCOLLEGE, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-C-O-L-L-E-G-E. Locked on college for 20 bucks off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and use our promo code locked on college for $20 off. Download the Game Time app today for last minute tickets at the lowest price. Guaranteed. As you may be aware by this point in time, the most successful college football head coach ever has apparently decided to hang it up. And some have questioned. Obviously, what's going into this decision and whether or not this different kind of modern age of college football has, quote unquote, run off the great Nick Saban. I don't know how much I'm buying into it. Maybe it's on the list of things. I'm still a little conflicted as to how I feel about that. But of course, get you to thinking about what you've got going on here locally in the LBK with Red Raider football head coach Joey McGuire and a question of whether or not McGuire is a modern enough man for this era of college football. When we're talking about these things or this new era is distasteful to maybe an old head or something like that, what exactly are we talking about, Chris? Is it NIL? Is it transfer portal? Is it some of all of the above? What do you make of that kind of thing? Yeah, yes. (laughs) Yeah. You know, know, when that news came out, man, I'll I'll be honest, uh, I I was – and maybe I shouldn't have been, but personally, I, I was shocked. 
I just wasn't prepared for it uh, just because Nick Saban is all that we've really known as far as the, the, that's the, that's the standard yep. in this sport. Really it's been that way for, cause he's won a national championship in three different decades. Um, if you look for ways to communicate to the younger members of society via sport, he always had something very smart and intelligent to say about how to go about the process and all the things that, you know, so yeah, I, I was like, I was a bit shy. I was like, Whoa. And, and I, people are leaving oatmeal pies and Coca-Cola bottles and all that by his statue. And it's like, people are like, he ain't, he ain't dead, but I, I, I get that. <laughs> I mean, I, I think the state of Alabama, except for Auburn, who's celebrating wildly, that tells you all you need to know. Yeah, they were toilet paper in the trees. Tumors trees. Yeah, I mean, Hilarious. and that 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 should tell you all you need to know about the impact of Nick Saban. But I mean, I'm sure that that state is like uh, kind of a it's a massive hung, hangover right now. Going, I, I you know, whoa, you know, it's yeah. a shock to the system. Okay, so my thought is, and you know, you and I talked about this before the the show about. Everything that goes on. First of all, you have a national championship coach that in Jim Harbaugh that just stood up there after the the win of the championship, and, and basically he's still trying to get players to unionize and like we should pay them. Everybody should take a five to ten percent cut, and we should pay these guys to where everybody else is going. Okay, who's running this deal? Right, and and you and you have. Uh, I, I just think when you when you mention NIL, you mentioned portal, you mentioned you know, um, expanded playoff. I mean, Nick Saban's, uh, let's see, his team was in the playoff, the 14 playoff. What was it, eight out of the 10 years? I think that's right. Hmm. I mean, eight out of the 10. I mean, it, it's just like he had he had more first-round draft picks. I think twice as many first-round draft picks at Alabama as the head coach as they did losses as a team. I mean, some of the statistics <laughs> I mean, are just, uh, just uh, unbelievable. Yeah. Um, you, you know, Micah Hudson is your first five-star high school prospect that you've signed. Nick Saban, while at Alabama, signed 65 of them. That's it? I mean, it's like – it's Unbelievable. Like, yeah, exactly. And made it work, by the way, because Texas has signed a crap load too, Aggies, et cetera, and yes. don't make it work. So there's more than just being – Giving keys to the Ferrari, driving it well is then the other thing. And he obviously did that. Squeezing as much as you can. I, I mean, it's what we've been talking about with like Grant lately about you, you, you maximize kids' potential and you, you get them to be selfless and, and all those things. Um, yeah. I need to be careful about putting Grant and Nick Saban in the same conversation. Grant would probably be like, whoa. And, I'm, and I wasn't trying <laughs> right. to do that. I'm just saying, same lines of conversation. That's yeah. what I meant. Sure, uh, same logic. Yeah, uh, but I, I I think that a guy like Nick Saban doesn't want to have to re-recruit those five-star players every single year, including his whole roster. Hmm. Um, I think that's a bit tricky, and I think he's he was slow to the NIL part. I mean, we know that he kind of he said hello to Jimbo Fisher. Shout out to Jimbo in that buyout life. Uh, Nick Saban went out the right <laughs> way and made it to the playoff and barely lost to the eventual national championship. Meanwhile, Jimbo was like, I mean, y'all can fire me. Just pay me. I'm out. <laughs> what I'm door out. you want me to walk out of? Yeah, yeah. I, I'll go look for another ranch to buy. <laughs> um, but, uh, uh, you, you know, and and so I, I just think all the, the sport is changing. We, we understand that. But it got me to thinking, like, and so I think a, a, an old head, in a way, an old school guy like, like Nick uh, Saban, I think probably just kind of is just like, you know what? 
I don't know if 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 I just want to do this like this anymore. I mean, my my legacy is safe. I've won. I made a hundred. I mean, Alabama's paid him over a hundred and think thirty or sixty million dollars over his tenure there. I mean, he he doesn't want for any money. He and Miss Terry can ride off into the sunset. But I bet he's still in TV and all that stuff. But it got me to thinking though, you know, about like your 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 head coach and and Joey uh, McGuire and, and because I think that. Look, Joey's won 15 games and two bowl games in his first two years. They've recruited at a level that we haven't seen around here really ever. Uh, and, and not just with, with high school, but with Portal and all that, which is the, the new thing. But, like, it takes a massive amount of energy and willingness to adapt to new landscapes. I mean, we, we've even seen a new way that staffs and, and kids are recruited with the organization of the way Texas Tech's – I mean, James Blanchard and his personnel department is, is something very, very new and outside the box compared to the way the rest yeah. of the sport has and has always done it. To be a general frank. manager. Yes, it's a new absolutely. Thing. And, and so I, I just think that as you are in the midst of change, I think Joey is really a perfect skill set for what you have to have to excel this day and age. Um, you know, I, I think, you know, are you, are you fun to, to play for? Is your program holding you accountable? Are, are, is there enough coaching? We can't again. We, we can't make it so fun that it's just like we, we're not. We're going to let everybody do whatever they want and all that stuff. No, yeah. you, you go out there at any point. That's a guy that will coach you hard, but he's also going to give you a hug like two minutes later and be like, "Yeah, I hope you understand what you know." And, and there's just a, a relationship. Listen to players talk about the guy, um, and, and you and you'll kind of get it. He's also adapted to. NIL and and like the portal and willingness to like, okay. I mean, there's all these things out there and I think he's willing to work with it and just kind of rolls with the punches. And this is what is going to work going forward. In my opinion, it just won't, you can fight it. Um, and that's why, like, I, I, I do give credit to like a Mike Gundy. Cause I think Mike Gundy kind of fought the whole NIL thing for a bit and, and just, just general stuff. But they, they've still won, but I, I just I like how I like Joey's demeanor. I think it's perfectly suited for college football in 2024. And like, there's going to be more old school type thought processes that just kind of go throw their hands up and go, you know what? I, I'm just I, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm out. And I don't have a whole lot of sympathy for those guys, including the greatest to ever do it. An expanded playoff is too much for Nick Saban. Well, uh, yeah, compensation above board outside of the shadows is too much for Nick Saban. What about the shadowy stuff is, that's been going on? And we'll get to everybody <laughs> cheating in just a moment. I just, a lot of that, I'm like, miss me with that, man. You, again, you're driving the Ferrari and you've driven it very, very well. But now these are the things that are too much. The strain is too much for you to bear. I I get a little lost and maybe a little uh, uh, callous or, or something like that whenever it comes to those types of things. He's the greatest to do it. So obviously he's got the right to hang it up whenever he wants to hang it up. And by the way, anybody talking about unionization or paying all of these guys, how does that translate? Well, it translates to, okay, cut every women's program. Is that what Harbaugh is wanting to do? Because if we're going down a collective <laughs> bargaining road, let me tell you something, and it's not just them, but how about a men's tennis or whatever else example you might want to use? Baseball, non-revenue sports, where are they going? If we're talking about collective 
bargaining. Now that's a conversation for a whole nother show, but I don't know. Maybe I'm a little bit too uh, too harsh in some of those things, but whenever it comes from a guy that's been at Ala freaking Bama, and you're like, oh, I don't this era. I just I don't know. <laughs> Mike Gundy kind of the same way. Brother, what made this program, Oklahoma State, into something that wasn't a two-win team? Cash freaking money. <laughs> and now all of a sudden it's like, oh, this is just ruining the sentiment. I don't know. Again, maybe another conversation for another day. Chris, let's wrap it up with the fact. Hey, well, and, and, and real quick, yeah. the timing, the timing of this was, I'm always fascinated by like, I, I don't know if you remember where you were when Bob Stoops, you know, like left. Because it, it it shocks the system in that oh my gosh, and I I think the timing here pretty fascinating in that I think everybody was caught off guard. He apparently interviewing potential assistants had been on an SEC head coaches call earlier in the day, um, but I, I think this was he must have known because I think what you're going to see was you know, when the first day of classes were, were at Alabama and, and so all of his players are there and, yeah. and, and, and locked in. Uh, yeah, I think it was, uh, I think it was uh, maybe middle of this week. So I think that the timing of it, cause I mean, if you're Alabama, nobody's going to feel sorry for them, but this is, this is going to be fascinating. The domino uh, effect that, that this creates within the sport, because you think they're going to promote some coordinator somewhere. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? I mean, you know, the, the, they're going to go find an acting bona fide head coach somewhere. Uh, and, and so then it creates a, a ripple effect. But anyway, I, I'm always fascinated. But, yeah, I love where you're going uh, with this uh, with this next uh, topic, because uh, it, it speaks uh, about a couple of programs or coaches or whatever that we've already talked about uh, in this show. I think uh, maybe Alabama should consider giving Mike Shula a call again and see if they can get back to running that textbook racket that they were once upon a time. Yeah, let's wrap up our conversation with something else that may be a little bit uh, hard to hear for some coaches here or there. Is this something that you find distasteful to the extent that you're going to have to get out of it? Is it true at all? First, today's episode brought to you by FanDuel. And football is close to wrapping up, but there's still time to get in on the action with America's number one sports book and the official sports book of Locked On. And right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place only a $5 bet. That's $150 in bonus bets, win or lose. So many ways to spice up the action with FanDuel's safe, secure, and easy-to-use app. Are you really even parlaying if you're not visiting FanDuel's Parlay Hub? I doubt it. So get to FanDuel.com slash locked on today. And if you're a new customer, take advantage of $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place only a $5 bet with FanDuel at FanDuel.com slash locked on. Official partner of the NFL. Now, there was an article written by Brett McMurphy of the Action Network, just kind of detailing some experiences here or there. But one quote has stood out and gotten a lot of attention. I'll put it on the screen for those watching on YouTube and I'll read it to you. And this is according to, as Brett McMurphy describes it, an Alabama official who told him at the Rose Bowl last week, quote, look, everyone, and I mean everyone, is stealing signs. Michigan was not the only school doing this. McMurphy quotes another anonymous industry source, quote unquote, Kansas basketball cheats more than anyone, and they didn't do anything to Kansas. The only pure thing in college athletics is Vanderbilt, and Vanderbilt sucks. Sorry, Vanderbilt. <laughs> McMurphy goes on to say, that's where college athletics is in 2024. If you're not cheating, you're not trying, 
or your Vanderbilt. Again, just apologies to Vanderbilt. They're catching some strays, to. man. Catching some stray shots. But, Chris, that, that's quite a thought. And I think there's something that I sort of separate in my mind, if we're talking quote-unquote cheating, between sign-stealing or duffel bag under the table gold trans am and a double wide courtesy of barry switzer so i don't know if you separate those things or not but what do you make of that quote in general because you've been around this sport or i should say this level whether it's college basketball or college football for a long long time so how'd that sit with you i mean yeah there's some differences and different layers there in that statement that's made as far as like uh not doing things the, the right way or not, not, not things that are supposedly allowed. Um, I, I'm not shocked at all that the suggestion is made about like stealing signs. I mean, I remember, I remember being on the sideline when tech played at Missouri. Uh, this would have been um, golly mid uh, mid 2000. I mean, 2011, 12, I can't try to remember that the time frame there. And I remember being, it was when I think Tuberville staff maybe, but I remember after the game was over and you lost a fairly close one. I want to say Seth Dagey was maybe the quarterback and everything, but anyway, I had, I had a graduate assistant standing next to me as the game ended, you lose a semi close one. And he pointed, he pointed to a guy like across the way and he said, that guy's got our signs. And as soon as the game ended and everybody slowly walks off, that guy immediately, as soon as he points him out, he turns and he sprints up the tunnel. He was gone. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, wow. Like, I just, like, never thought about those kinds of things. But it, 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 this is the stuff that goes on. I, I, I'm with you. Now, the difference with Michigan is, though, is they had somebody flying around, or yeah. maybe they didn't. But he was flying around. <laughs> That's yeah. the crux. Um, and, and, and opposing venues and all that. Because I think it's fair game in venue. Like if, if you're dumb enough and we pick up what you're doing, I mean, that's just yeah. baseball too. I mean, that's just right. part of it. You know, you go out there and, you know, throw at the next batter if you don't like them stealing your signs or if you think it's a uh, bad, you know, bad, bad ball or whatever. But, uh, you know, I, I think though that the Kansas taking some shots. Yeah. I mean, it, it's love it. it it's pretty, um, you, you know, Will Wade was fired. Um, Arizona, you know, their, their head coach was fired. Bill self got a three game vacation and, and a lifetime contract. Um, I mean, yeah. And, uh, I mean the, the Kansas people, it's funny cause the Kansas people, I, I've asked some up there about Adidas. Okay. Just to be honest, uh, like, okay. Tech's about to go Adidas. What are your thoughts? G- give me. And they're like, well, Adidas, you know, they're, they're going to ensure that you are wearing their product anytime you are representing University of Kansas and all these things. But he's like, we all joke about it around here because they've kind of propped up the program for years. Like, you know, and I'm like, see, I mean, and, and this is the, this was the whole I mean, Adidas was funding their recruiting, I think, in many ways. And, and it's illegal. Um, and yet. The NCAA did nothing to these folks, not not one thing. And that's why it makes you a bit uneasy because I think like the sentiment says, if you're not, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. I mean, that's kind of what that's kind of what the boss man in Indianapolis has kind of suggested. Like, you know, I mean, it's a free for all in some ways. Yeah. The way it comes off when you don't do anything to a, to a program like Kansas. So 
Yeah, and how uh, and shout out to Danny Manning's dad, by the way. Um, <laughs> go back to nineteen. How long does this Kansas thing reach back? Yeah, I just the the baseball thing was on my mind too. I think a lot of this in game, I, I could not care any less about if you're able to be picked up upon or your signal. I remember at the end of the Mike Leach era, you know, I, there was like some people complaining like ours. Our signals are stale. We're using the same signals. We're still using the crying face or whatever, which Cliff rolled into as well. But that was like a thing. I remember in the final few years of the Mike Leach era, they were uh, they were talking about people got our signals. We've been using the same ones for a decade. I don't know if there was truth to that or not. Yeah, it, it's fun. Yeah, well, I think it's because people started to figure out ways to defend you, and then it looks like they they just know what we're doing. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, but yeah, my, you know, and this was this is what you're talking about. This was uh, always fascinating because there was this, you know, which is like a lighter, a lighter, okay? yeah. and then this. All that meant was uh, early was trips right. So th- this was just formation: three receivers going to the right. If you do this, it's like lighter for for left or late or yeah. whatever, you know. And they'd send three receivers to the left, and yeah, I, I'd hear people going like, "Everybody knows what we're doing." I'm like, "They don't. It's just a formation." But yes, I mean, <laughs> right. and, and it's it's because he had this little tiny sheet, and it's like. We can't have but five signals on there or five plays. Like, I mean, you know, like, can we mix it up, coach? But this is this would always be said when you you would just have no offense one day. You know, and Oklahoma right. would just say, you know, not today, man. We're shutting you down. And then, you know, maybe they were just better than you. But yeah, it's just yeah. <laughs> it's just fascinating the whole signal thing. But I think it's fair game and venue, man. I really do. You can't can't go flying somebody around and, and sneaking them on the sideline with a fake mustache and infiltrating you know all the all the stuff that supposedly connor stadiums did but hell that cat ain't having ever having to buy a drink again in ann arbor no if you've seen those videos <laughs> i mean it's like the michigan fans were like shout out man like you 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 i hope you get a championship ring i mean i mean it's wild. all wild. is fair in love yeah. war and college sports yeah. uh i think it seems like it. The, go, the saying goes yeah. great stuff man appreciate the time as always chris enjoyed it and we're back on the other side to get ready for more hoops tech and k-state on saturday so we'll prime you up for that on tomorrow's edition we'll see you then man yeah man keep hope alive everybody uh one more day uh after this one uh in this week and a big game coming up on saturday at the arena a couple of undefeated big 12 teams so should be fun we'll talk about it tomorrow morning heck yeah subscribe on youtube or anywhere you get podcasts so you never miss an episode and we hope to see you back here for the next round on locked on texas tech <laughs>